Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. You're listening to Queer Pod <laughs> with Michelle and Justin. How are you doing, Justin? You know, I'm okay. I'm like super tired. This week's been super stressful and it's leading into like a very emotional season for me. <laughs> or like weekend, so. Airy season? Yeah, well, Aries season is affecting me in a different way. I think this weekend's just like, I'm already drained from the week, and then this weekend's going to be a little rough, but all in all, good. I'd say good. I'd say good. What about you? How you been? Good. Well, this week was my week nannying in the Hamptons. Ugh, I'm so jealous. (laughs) I mean, I mainly was like, I mean, you know, it's still nannying, still doing the same kind of stuff, you know hanging out at the house, but this time it was a different house. Um, but yeah, it was really fun to take the girls. There's like a children's museum and we went and got ice cream one day and did a lot of fun stuff, mostly playing in the house though. Walked the dog, really bonded with the dog by the last day. Yeah, most important. By the last day when I was bringing down my suitcase, getting ready to go, The dog would not leave my side. She knew that I was leaving, and that was sad. Um, But yeah, really bonded with the family a lot, and the older girl who I spend most of my time with and, like, get her ready for bed and things like that, we really had a lot of cute moments, and she kept asking me to draw her pictures because I drew one, and then she was just like you're an artist too? Because she always calls herself an artist. Or first she went, are you an artist? When she saw me drawing for the first time. And I was like, what do you think? And she goes, I I think you're an artist. I'm an artist too. (laughs) Wait a minute. Was this year like Bradley Cooper to Lady Gaga? (laughs) There are going to be 99 people in the room who don't think you're an artist. And it only takes one five-year-old child to tell you that you're an artist. Instead of the kid being like, hey, I'm getting the look. I think you might be a songwriter or whatever it is. The kid's like, hey, you might be an artist. I just want to be well, famous. That's all I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, it was. If Ben not around so you could exploit these children. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, my God. Out of all the children in the world, these are the probably last two that I'd want to risk my job for um so yeah it was really fun and i'm excited for the summer when i'm gonna be there every other week (laughs) that's um just so like tragic you know just (laughs) having a summer in the hamptons yeah it's gonna be really horrible when you come back and you're like used to this non-peasant life try and remember me (laughs) okay I will. I'll try my best. And your new she-she lifestyle. When I'm taking my helicopter out to the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, who was that one guy? I think his name was Justin. <laughs> JK, JK. Because we're going to have okay. this podcast to link us forever. But then we'll change it to, like, um, something like the princess and the popper, you know? <laughs> be- I think more like the princess and the pea. Uh... <laughs> Just the, the princess and the pea. I was trying to be funny, but it ended up being stupid. I got well, peas on my head, but don't call me a pea head. You gonna throw me under a mattress and lay on me? 
Yeah, aren't you into that? Kinda. <laughs> Wait, also though, remember Andy Milanakis? I got yeah. peas on my head, but don't call me a pea head. Bees on my head. But no. he, was, he was like one of those Jason Earl people who was like man babies, and they're at like 62, but they yeah. look like they're 18. Yeah, really weird, right? I'm kind of down still. <laughs> it reminds me of that episode of Broad City where Fred Armisen is like the man baby, and they like clean his apartment for him, and then they ask for payment, and he's like... What does he say? Like, I don't have money. Baby no have cash. Yeah, like, baby like doesn't have pockets. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway. had that story. You really live the New York life, and you oh, can come God. back to me. I really hope I don't end up living the New York life then. <laughs> <laughs> Any hoosers. Let's talk about some stuff that's going on this week. Or, I guess, stuff that happened this week. It's going on. Yeah. I feel like the first thing's kind of going to be going on for the next couple years, right? Yeah, probably. And that is... <clears throat> Disney acquired Fox, like, in the middle of the night, Tuesday night. That was on uh, March 19th. And this was a $71.3 billion deal. Um, they've acquired... Movies, movie studio, TV shows, TV networks, and, 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 wow, stutter much? And, uh, a controlling stake in Hulu. Some of the movies that people are the most excited about for this, or not excited about, depending on who you talk to, are Fantastic Four, X-Men, and Deadpool. Um, I think people that are excited are mainly excited that all of the Marvel uh, superheroes will be under the same company now, but yeah. who knows what that'll mean really for those superheroes, whether they'll be rebooted or, you know, um, just added into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I might think it's be really kind of cool. Oh, well, I guess we'll get to this later, but, like, the Disney merger for those, like, I wouldn't be excited for the yeah. Fox Marvel heroes to enter mm -hmm. in the the MCU, because I feel like, aren't they taking a break from producing these movies for a minute? I don't know. I didn't hear that. I thought that, like, after Spider-Man, there's going to be, like, a lull between the next Marvel film. Oh. So I think, like, the superhero properties are, like, or the franchises are, like, decreasing in the next, like, year or so, which is shitty, because I don't think, like, I've always wanted the Marvel the Disney Marvel people to get a hold of the X-Men franchise because I feel like it would be such a good movie. But yeah. I think it's a little late for that. It is kind of scary, though. Like, aren't there are a bunch of people losing their jobs over this merger. Oh, 100%. Yeah, there's about 3,000 expected layoffs. Uh, the first round has already taken place, and this is just a couple days after the acquisition happened. And... About two dozen senior level execs have been laid off. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be, you know, really sad for all of those people that lose their jobs. Um, and another negative that I see from this is that it's just creating more of a monopoly 
of the media that we consume. Um, I mean, luckily, in my eyes, as of now, Disney is what I is in what I would say is the right side of at least social uh, issues, at least for what they like put forward with their company. Who knows what's really you know going on behind the scenes? Um, because a monopoly like this really dictates what we as consumers see in the media. Um, cause that obviously trickles down into the types of shows we see, the representation, representation we see, even what is covered in the news, um, based off of, you know, producers and advertisers and things like that. So it'll be, uh, interesting to see how this plays out. What are your feelings? So like you were saying that like X-Men would be cool to be done by like a company like Disney, but. Yeah, I think that they're, like, when this initial deal was, like, put on the table, Mm -hmm. it was, like, at the height of this superhero, like, movie, what do we call it, renaissance? Yeah. I guess. And, like, I think that to get all of the Marvel properties under one house would have been cool, but, like, I think Sony owns DC Mm -hmm. and that universe, right, maybe? I don't know. Um, But when it comes to... When it comes to, like, the production side of it, I think it is kind of uh, scary to see that, like, it's all falling underneath one, like, entity. And I think it's going to... I have read somewhere that it's going to close out a lot of smaller production companies that produce more um, of a variety of films and casting uh, because they just won't be able to keep up with what disney is going to be popping out and then the other thing i thought i read is that like because it's going to have such a big stake in hulu and then shift it's like disney streaming service it's going to kind of limit netflix and netflix has been such a big um influence in the film industry and like supporter of diversity and diverse hiring and diverse production so yeah i agree it's a little it's another thing that I think because the world is so crazy right now and there's so much going on that we're not able to, like, I, I don't hear as big of, of a hubbub about this merger than I think there should be because it is a pretty big deal. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, where we get our news from are these media outlets. And if they're all owned by the same company, then, you know the only there will only be a limited number of viewpoints that are seen in the media which then kind of controls the way that the general public views the world so it's a little troubling hopefully though disney stays on the right side of history and you know <laughs> continues to yeah. show uh what consumers really want to see um which i mean I am a freaking dork for Disney, so I'm excited for the Disney Plus content, and now that it's going to include Fox stuff, as a consumer of streaming services, like, it's annoying that I'm going to have another one to get, but it'll, for someone that's a Disney fan that wants to be able to watch all of these movies whenever, I mean, that's kind of exciting, at least for that, um... But yeah, you know, positives and negatives. It's big business, so 
Who knows what'll happen. We're just the little people getting uh, squished under Goliath's foot, you know? Yeah, and like spoon-fed whatever information they want to feed us, basically. Mmm. Mmm. What's our next uh, little news topic, Justin? Well, the new season of Queer Eye came out, and I don't know if you've seen any of them. No? No, I actually haven't even finished the first season of Queer Eye. Honestly, that's the best one, so you should... I, I, think I mean, the episodes I've seen, I really liked. I think I've seen, like, random other episodes of maybe, like, the second season. Um, yeah, I don't know why I haven't watched it. I'm kind of not really into, like, makeover things right now, so maybe that's why. Um, but yeah, I, I know that you have some feels. Well, I just, it's like, as the, because the, it's kind of like the Marie Kondo series where, like, every episode... It's, it just follows the formula, so it's like right. you know what's going to happen with them. So you want to see what each of these, the Fab Five, is like contributing to the, these people's lives. Mm-hmm. And it's like I, my ranking of favorites is like Jonathan, Tan, Bobby, Caramo, Anthony. But who does the most is definitely like Bobby yeah. and probably like Jonathan. That's like a meme in and of Tan. itself. What the who actually does the most for them? <laughs> yeah. Well, like in literally this last next season or this last season that just came out, like Anthony is useless. Like I don't under and he like <laughs> he looks like he's coked up the entire time. Like sunken in the face, just like unnatural energy and chemistry with the camera, more awkward than like usual on the show. And it's like, he's supposed to be like the, the cooking specialist, and I think in every episode, he doesn't teach them how to cook anything. He brings them to a chef that knows how to, like, th- he brings them to, like, a chef in the city that can teach whoever their project is or whatever. And then they have, um, they have a episode where they're making over these two sisters that run their own um, barbecue restaurant. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm, I am I know this is a secret recipe, but you'll tell me by the end of this. Like, I will know. I will keep asking. And, like, literally, I would say that's maybe a spot-on Anthony impression of <laughs> how he sounded. But, like, he, like, it's like, you could tell that it was so forced, like, the conversation he was going to have. And it's like, you don't fucking care about their recipe. You're not going to try. Don't, like, ooh, I can taste definitely, like, there's some sweetness. And, like, I can tell that you use honey. No, you fucking can't. <laughs> I've listened to the episode where Jonathan interviews you, like, on his po- on Jonathan's podcast. You wanted to be an actor and then got cast in this role. So they had to figure out something for your pretty boy face to do. Wait, so he has no, like, food or he has cooking no experience. culinary background so what the heck why was he picked for that specific why even have that role because you know what people need to know how to like make guacamole and put some olive oil on it and some salt people eat grapefruit like that that's something he made in the first season salt and olive oil on grapefruit yeah or some sort of that sounds grody to me. Yep. Anyways, I just think, like, it, the show... Also, the people that they picked were, like, not very... I watch that show because I want to cry. And <laughs> I couldn't get behind... Like, the first episode is some hunting lady in Kansas. 
Oh. Like, it doesn't really have a struggle. It's just she doesn't take care of herself. <laughs> and she wears camo lingerie. Oh, Which, if God. that's her thing, let her do her thing. Why do you need a corrector, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's another... That's kind of, like, leads into, like, my issue with, like, makeover shows at the moment kind of thing. I mean, I guess if you're going on this show, like, these people want it, right? Like, they sign up to be on the show, right? Wait, what? The people that are on Queer Eye, do they sign up to be on the show and, like, get a makeover? Or do people submit them? People submit. Okay, see, that's where I kind of hold, like, issue. Like, I think it would be great if these people wanted the Fab Five to come help them, but I don't, I, I, I have mixed feel. like, I know that these, the family and friends that submit people, like, have good intentions, but also, at the end of the day, like, if what the Fab Five turns them into or whatever isn't, like, an accurate representation of who they really are, then it's like... Okay, well, they just, like, changed who you are. Yeah, I think that there is something of, like, not so much changing themselves, but, like, being, coming from the way of, like, they are, like, happy with who they are, and then from that, what they want to improve on themselves. And I don't think it goes about that way most of the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean, I, I'm sure I'll watch all of it eventually. You don't need to. I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying that I think that, like... I feel it like was... it's, like, a cultural, like, phenomenon, though, you know? Yeah, I think it is, like, a cultural thing and, like, that it is so popular amongst a lot of people, but... And, like, all across the world, but I think it's just strange. I don't know. Yeah. Not my favorite. I just really hate Anthony. I'm sorry. This is just, <laughs> this like, is just you hating on Anthony. Yeah, because I, I just feel like he's so useless and, like, yeah. that's some actual, like, um, Bobby Flay motherfucker on there, you know? <gasps> oh, but my God. That would be so fun. Gay Bobby Flay. Well, someone that I don't think is useless and that I love is Brie Larson. Ooh, and, uh, I love Brie Larson. Yeah, me too. Fell in love with her when I saw her in Scott Pilgrim many years ago. Um, probably raised some confusion deep within my soul about who I was sexually attracted to. Um, but she is starring in Captain Marvel, which came out, like, I don't know, a few weeks ago now. And I forgot to talk about this last episode, so I'm going to talk about it now, because you can't tell me what to do, listener. Oh, shit. This is our show. Not yours. <laughs> Not yours. Um, so, basically, I just want to say that I really liked the movie, but I could give you some uh, quick little box office tidbit facts about how it's doing. Um, it has passed $300 million domestic and $850 million worldwide, which is fantastic. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, I mean, superhero movies, you never really expect to get super high ratings. But the Tomato Meter, which is the critics rating, currently has 78%. And audience score, 61%. And I know that is mostly because uh, cis 
white men or just, you know, male superhero fans in general, you know, uh, are haters. <laughs> and Captain Marvel's a woman. And, you know, that's just how the cookie... Yeah, if you're listening to this podcast, you know where I'm going with this. So I don't really have to go into more detail about that. But uh, basically, women rule and men drool. And I, but I drool over Brie Larson, so women sometimes drool too. I like, I thought it was crazy to see how it had like a 30% on the critics or the fan scoring, like an hour after the movie was released or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, literally? Yeah. Like, I feel like it's good. You saw it, right? Yeah, she's, yeah, I did see it and I loved it. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's like, it's like the, just, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, yeah. I like, she's a badass character in the comics. She's like, like the, the, like, it's between her and Thor are the most powerful beings in the cinema, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, how can you not like her? <laughs> but that's, that's, it's, I like, think of it more from like a comic nerd standpoint, and I don't understand like how like, the gender overplays the, like, nerdy prowess of her character, you know? Yeah, and how fucking cool her powers are. It's just, it's strange. Is it Doctor Isn't Strange? Uh, no, Just kidding. Dead, I think. Uh-huh. I can't remember where he left off. Um, did he snap? <laughs> I think so. He did snap. Because, yeah, the only um, Avengers that are left are, um... The cheapest like, ones. No, the most expensive, the, like, OG ones. Oh, yeah, they gotta get out of that because of this contract and die somehow, you know? Well, Chris Evans, like, is for sure not gonna be back. After, Uh-oh. after Endgame. Wait, but can I also say really quickly that, like, the, um, tie-ins in Captain Marvel to the other movies and, like, the rest of Marvel was, like, really cool. 90s references were hilarious. And also the mid credits and post credit scenes were like what because Endgame is coming out soon and it obviously like tied in with that so dope I really I have like a list of movies I need to see in the next like yeah should have seen last month but it's been just lazy yeah I mean we're gonna talk later a little teaser for a main topic this week we're going to talk about some movies that are coming out this year that we're excited for. Uh, Captain Marvel was one of them, but i already seen it, so don't have to talk about that. Saint it. Oh, wait. Also, um, wait. Really quickly. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I just remembered one more thing about Captain Marvel. Not really about the movie, but I saw it in a 4DX theater, which is 3D glasses. Uh water sprays at you there's fans you're kidding me the seats move around like you can fall out if you like ain't paying attention there's little like thing behind your feet that like flicks around at certain parts at certain parts like that you're falling or getting punched like in the back a little bit it's not super hard but it was just like the pressure at which like a massage chair would do you Uh, know it was wild that's a little too much i already don't like 3d movies Oh my god, but it was, it was like, I was, it was like being in the movie, in 
No, not like being. You, I was like not. Uh, whoa. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I was not that fully immersed. Um, but it was like Shrek 4D at Universal Studios. It was like that. Or like that Bugs Life one. But it Disney. moved the seats. Bugs Life doesn't move the seats. Oh, except for moving the seats. Yeah. Anyways, um, I think you haven't seen Drivers, right? <laughs> no, because I didn't have... Okay, well, I did have cable, but I couldn't freaking watch it because the something was wrong with, like the box or whatever, so me and the other nanny just, like, sadly watched things on my iPad, even though we had a giant TV with, like, all of the different, like, there's, like, Apple TV, freaking TiVo, like, anything we want to watch was available, but the remote wasn't working, it, like, wasn't connecting, so, oh well. Well, you missed Trump the Rusical. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which was their musical episode this um, season? I, uh, I, you, you know what happens, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I haven't seen it, but like, it's fine. Everything got spoiled for you. Yeah, I mean, we also like it too at much this point, like in this this season, sadly, I like don't like care about as much, so I just kind of like whatever. Yeah, um, I. I don't know, it was, like, painful to watch, and the skit was so long. A ten-minute skit. I also, like, isn't this, like, just feeding into the fire? That's, and that's, like, all I could think of watching the whole thing. But also, like, they... It it sucked because they were acting, like, you could tell, like, the best that they could. Mm -hmm. And it, like... If I would grade them, I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, they were doing really well. But the material was so bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Who wrote, so, do we know, like, who writes them? I think Lucian was writing it before he went cuckoo crazy, and that's when they were kind of good, and now it's some weird new producer writers. Hmm. But, um, Mercedes went home. That's, good. we all, like, predicted that. Unfortunately, Silky won. I roll. I'm rolling my eyes. And that's really... It's kind of sad because I feel like I don't really have anything to say about the show anymore because I don't, I'm starting to not care. Except um, Brooklyn and Vanessa Vanjie Mateo like, did a little smooch in. Which that's, was weird to watch. That's cute. I don't know why I was like so uncomfortable seeing that on my screen. Are you homophobic? Are you homophobic? I think I'm, uh, in, I don't know. Get like, out, get my, out, get out of my podcast. Okay. But I think maybe more so that, like, Vanjie had a matte lip, and then Brooklyn had, like, a glitter, <laughs> stop, and I was stop, like, this is gonna stop. fuck with you. <laughs> okay, and that's like, valid. Keep, that's valid. If you keep doing it, it's gonna, like, mess with your... You know, that's, like, the only look. valid reason that you could have given i think also maybe it's a competitive edge in me but i'm like i don't think that's fair because that's like emotional support (laughs) in case like (laughs) it starts getting like crazy right yeah but i mean people form friendships and those are alliances and competition well so is a like 
seemingly romantic relationship. Oh, yeah, you're right. I don't think they get a smash, though. Unless they're yeah. sneaking out of their rooms. Ooh, don't they tape the doors? Yeah. Yeah, so like I don't think that's... Washington, D.C. trip all over again. <laughs> Truly. So wild. Well, I mean, I don't really have anything to say. Do you have anything else? Um, I'm curious to see how they are going to push along this Brooklyn Vanjie storyline, though. Because I feel like <laughs> yeah. either they're going to lip sync against each other oh, and yeah. send one home, and it's going to be like... Okay, no care. way, though, because they're definitely in the top. Vanjie was in the bottom last week. Like, bottom three. Hmm. True. Or this week. It was this week, sorry. Anyways. Okay, I, I need know. a break because I have to pee. Perfect. Okay, we'll be right back. Bam, bam, shablam, bam. Okay, we're back, 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 back. Dang it, it sounds shitty this time. Anywho, we're back. Hey. We were we were briefly back, but I was recording in the wrong spot on GarageBand, so I tried to do it again, but messed it up. But I just wanted to be cool. But now we're back, 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 back again. Yes, ma'am. Michelle? Yes, Justin? Can I talk to you for a minute? Yes, what would you like to talk to me for a minute about? Um, I don't know. Okay, minute is on the clock. Talk about X-Men. Um, okay, so X-Men and its core is probably one of the most pro-LGBT and, like, accept-yourself um, comic books out there because they're, like, outcasts from society, even the superhero world, just for, like, a, something that they were born with. So it's always been, like, an allegory or, uh, like, a metaphor for, like, the queer LGBT rights in uh, in the world and that's why it's been one of my favorites and I identified with it so much growing up 30 seconds what's unfortunate about it is though or now in the movies is they are so terrible there has not been one film that like is like a great one but I do credit it with being the start of the superhero like films back in like the early 2000s with the original X-Men movie um, where Femke, Five. what's her name, was Jean Grey. And time. I knew you would, you know, have a composed thing to say about X-Men because I know that you love them, BB. I was trying to like think more, you know, like everything kind of blacked out for a second, but it's cool. We're good. I don't know what I just said. <laughs> it was very no. nice. It was nice. I liked it. Um, Justin, um, can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah, sure, Michelle. About what? Happy Color. So, Happy Color is a color by numbers app that is available on, um, the iTunes store. I have it on my iPad. And it's exactly what you think it would be. It's a color by numbers. There's tons of different coloring sheets. 
and there's no stress of like what color is going to go where because it's all by numbers. It's really relaxing. The pictures are pretty. They range from really detailed to really simple. There's even kids stuff and it's really fun. Also, they're really pretty and it's cool because you can save the pictures to like as pictures. So you can use it as like your phone backgrounds, things like that. Um, also, one of my favorite elements of the app is the animate part. So once you're done coloring it, it'll play you an animation of the colors you painted in order. And it's the most, it's, one of, it's so satisfying to watch. I love watching them back with music. I've been posting it on my Instagram story and it's just really relaxing and fun. And it makes it fun five. to color because then you do it in a certain order. So it looks cool watching it back. And I love this app. Five out of five stars. Wow. Gonna be honest, I started and stopped your time a couple times because <laughs> of the pause. But then we just run with it, so it might have been a little over a minute. Well, but... I didn't know if you were gonna say like timing starts now or something, so I paused and then you didn't say anything, so hold I just started. Okay. Hold on. I need to go move my car. Give me a second. Okay. We're gonna take a quick break. And we are back. Hi, sorry about that. I cannot wait to move. Oh. Anyways, your app sounded really, really fun. Maybe I need to do that right now to de-stress a little bit. It's very de-stressing. Anyways, so... Something that I like to do to de-stress <laughs> is watch movies. And there's a lot um, coming out this year. There are a lot coming out this year. Um, which ones are you looking forward to? Okay, well, there's a lot. So I narrowed it down to five. <laughs> and uh, I think from my selection of the top five that I'm the most excited to watch this year, I'm excited for a lot more, but this is the, the peak of my list. I think it'll uh, explain a lot about who I am as a person. <laughs> and they are Avengers Endgame, Toy Story 4, Rocket Man, Frozen 2, and Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm, does explain a lot about you as a person. <laughs> I'm basically a nerdy gay. Nice. Which, into it. yeah. Also, I just realized only one movie on this list is not, like, a sequel. And it's the one that's about Elton John. <laughs> which is, like, a fantasy biopic. So, none of my movies are original in their content. Well. Just like me. <laughs> unoriginal in all of her content. <laughs> Um, well, yeah. What? The movies I'm looking forward to. I was just going to ask you. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> it's um, okay. I, I just didn't want to seem like I didn't care, but I do care. I was just going to ask you. I know you don't care, and that's why I care so much. <laughs> no. Justin, 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 can I ask you a question? What? What movies are you excited to see? Um, Schindler's List. <laughs> um... Uh, the Black Dahlia, and, um, 
whatever's playing at the local vintage theater. Uh, oh my god. Maybe Vertigo, a couple <laughs> other Hitchcock films, you know? The Birds. I don't really do the mainstream films anymore, so. Because um, pop culture is trash. <laughs> okay, just kidding, sorry. Um, my list, I only have three Us, New Mutants, and Ma. Ma, the horror film with Octavia Spencer, New Mutants, which is an X-Men horror film, and then Us, which came out this week, but I'm still counting it because I just really want to see it. It's the only one I've really been looking forward to. All of your movies, I, like, need to have someone to go with me to watch. Because <laughs> they all look scary. I really I don't... Really I don't know anything about New Mutants, though. Um, New Mutants, it's, like... The team in X-Men, like, the comics, it was, like, the younger group of, like, the newest class that came in after, like, the main group got a little bit older, and they had their own little, like, spinoff, and their team was, like, doing stuff, but in the film, it's a bunch of, like, younger mutants that are put into, like, this, like, psych, psychiatric facility, What you, like they're like discovering each other's powers and like something that's going on it was originally supposed to be a trilogy but i think it's going to cap off maybe the x-men series at under fox whoa um, what's your name Arya stark's in it <gasps> that's so cool yeah she plays wolf spain which is the werewolf mutant so if you couldn't get from that wait is she the <laughs> yeah is she the one that's engaged to Joe Jonas? No, that's um, Sansa Stark, which is oh. Sophie Turner. Wait, who's Arya? Arya's the short hair. She becomes oh, the assassin. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I love her. Yeah, I can't remember her name right now, but... She's like that? literally a, like cute as a button. Cute as a button. <laughs> um, and then... You know us, and then you know Ma. I showed you the trailer. But yeah, mm-hmm. those are my picks for movies that I'm excited about. Um, Can I talk about, question. like, the trailer for Ma really quick? Yeah. So Justin just it. sent me the link to watch it, because I hadn't seen the trailer. And if I... If he hadn't already told me that it was going to be a horror movie, when I started the trailer, I was like, this seriously seems like it's going to be, like, a teen comedy And then it just, like, takes a turn. So, I think that's really fun, like, trailer creating, editing, directing, whatever, writing. Like, what a switch up halfway through. Yeah. It's fun. Which I feel like would probably be reflected in the, like, plot of the movie, I think. Mm -hmm. So. I'm excited to see Octavia Spencer as a villain. Yeah. In that role, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. She's got those eyes. Those that Mayhem can, Miller eyes. That can, like, drill holes into your soul. Yep. Getting deep in there. If it's only this was a visual, you know. <laughs> um, the, uh, what is it when you make, um, captions, like, on Instagram, um, uh, like, accessible for visually impaired people? It's like Touchtone? text description. Oh yeah, touchtone. The text description of <laughs> you FaceTiming me right now to our podcast listeners is like, Justin's eyes are 
bugging out wide. You know? I'm just a big buggy gal. Um, <laughs> can I say an observation of your um, your selections, though? I know, I'm trash. All of them are trash. No, it's not so much that, like, trash, Except Rocket Man. I will never say that Rocket Man is trash. It, and, like, okay, well, there were a lot of the films that are coming out in this year that are, like, sequels or continuations of a franchise, even mm-hmm. more so than, like, I think usually. Like, I saw It 2 was on there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple other reboots. The freaking Lego movie had another film somehow. Okay, Lego movie is really fun. Okay. Also, so. on that same note, I did notice that not one of my movies comes from an original concept. (laughs) Avengers, Toy Story, Frozen, Spider-Man, all sequels, and, like, they all... Well, Toy Story was an original story to begin with. Spider-Man and Avengers are from comic books. Frozen, based off of the Ice Queen, and Rocket Man is a biopic, so it's, like, literally about Elton John's life. So, what did I say earlier when we were... Before we record, who behind the scenes, before oh, we yeah. before we record, we like have a little like FaceTime meeting to like talk about the episode. What did I say earlier? Something about I'm not original or something. Oh, just like my movies, not, not original and no original content. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Recycled material. Hey, if you can't recycle material. That would be a fun drag name. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Recycled material. I'm uh, glad that, I mean, even though the New Mutants is a bit from X-Men mm-hmm. franchise, you know, I'm, ex- I'm glad that it's like a little, de- it's a newer concept in like it being a horror film. Mm-hmm. Although for some people who hate the, superhero movies they would say all of them are horror films you know what i mean it's so scary how bad they are stupid (laughs) well yeah those people can suck it because i like it you know yeah i mean you're really excited i guess i still haven't seen any of the spider-man movie so I don't really know. Justin. I don't understand why Frozen needed a sequel. It was such okay, a okay, 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 okay. We can talk about this. Oh no! <laughs> what? Okay. I almost okay, wait. Show. Hold on. Before we get into that one, because I feel like that's maybe that will be the longest one. Because like Spider Man <laughs> and Avengers Endgame, I get it. Like they're all continuation in this universe. Okay, uh huh. Rocket Man, I will see it. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Toy Story 4, you have to admit, there's no reason for that one. I 1,000% agree, but I also 1,000% am not hating that I get to see these characters that, like, literally have a permanent residence in my heart and soul Download on the screen again. Download 1 through 3 no, Justin, on digital, and you can watch them Hey, well, guess what? Once Disney Plus rolls out, I'll be able to some streaming whenever I want, baby. There you go. So Who's gonna be asking for my code? Movie. Who's gonna be asking for my code when you're like, I don't know what movie you'd want to watch from 
it, but one of them, maybe, before Lion King comes out, you're going to be like, oh, I really wish I could watch Lion King again to, like, you know, compare and contrast or Dumbo or any of the other fucking reboots that Disney's doing, but I will watch because I am trash. And I'm going to admit it. Like, I admit it. Like, the only people that are excited for Toy Story 4 and Frozen 2 are trash, and I am included in that big heaping steaming pile of garbage in the disney dump that's where i reside and that's where i will die ddd die in the disney dump that is gonna triple need the new diners dive into <laughs> it's also flavor town we're just <laughs> guy fietti is my marrier and walt's frozen head is my school board superintendent <laughs> That doesn't even make sense. So Guy Fieri, Gar- Guy, Guy Fieri is your G- Jesus, and Walt Frozenhead is the Judas that you cling to. <laughs> wait, wait, how's it go? Um, wait, Guy Fieri Guy is my is virtue, virtue. <laughs> but Walt Frozenhead is the demon I cling to. I cling to. Whoa, did not hit that note. I apologize to our listeners, but you know, I had to go for She's it. She's reaching, Your Honor. She's reaching. And then I have to sing in my head head voice. Just a holy fool and baby. It's so cool, but... Okay. Anyway, yeah. What did you not want me to talk about yet? Frozen 2? Frozen 2. Listen, let me just get mine out. It's going to be short and sweet. It was just such a good, like, story. It had the whole worldwide phenomenon. And I was a manny during its craze. So I'm <laughs> over any song that is going to come from that show or from that movie already. Because Let It Go. Let It Go. Nope. I can <laughs> still listen to that song and fucking, like, it's still a bop. I'm just saying, I think parents around the world groaned when they saw Frozen 2 because it's just another song that's going to be played in the car on loop every day after pickup. Okay, well here here will be the like true testament. Now that I will be nannying when Frozen 2 comes out and I nanny two little girls who I'm sure will be into it, am I going to be sick of it? I Let's place our bets. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say I'm still going to love it. But you just admitted you're trash, so it's like... <laughs> Everything's invalid. Yeah. Everything is awesome! That's a Lego <laughs> movie reference. I also like that song. You guys, this is why I'm a nanny. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, get... Well, you know, I don't know if I can get ever get on board with, like, Paw Patrol and shit like that. But, like, the good kids stuff, I'm, like, all for. I guess kids' movies more than kids' shows. Yeah, I don't really watch kids' shows, like, of my own free will, because Paw Patrol is everywhere that I look now. Um, I mean, I really don't have that much to say about Frozen 2. It's kind of the same as Toy Story, except it's obviously not as, like, it wasn't a part of my childhood, so it's not as, like, deep as Toy Story, but Uh I really liked Frozen... Um, I think it's the whole, like, sisterly love kind of thing, like, you know, I have a sister, and I love her, and, uh, also, (laughs) 
when okay so I didn't see Frozen in theaters I didn't see it for a while um until I think I rented it and then eventually bought it but I kind of missed I think the height of the Frozen craze like when it first came out it, it, it lasted for a long time but I was kind of down like towards like the I think uh decline of the frozen fever some may say and uh i also happened to get my wisdom teeth removed at that time and i don't know if everyone truly understood how much i loved frozen until i got my wisdom teeth taken out and i was on that like crazy drug and all i wanted to do when i could barely talk and i was like going in and out of consciousness after getting my wisdom teeth taken out was that I wanted to do logic puzzles and watch Frozen. And uh, if you'd like to see this video, because there is video footage that my sister took, it is on my YouTube channel. Just a quick plug. It's, uh, I don't remember what the video is called, but if you put Michelle Arno wisdom teeth removal, I'm sure it'll pop up. But uh, yeah, Frozen, I just really like it. I like the music, I like the characters, I like the story. Um, you know, even like the people that voice the characters. So I think it's just, it's just a fun time. Okay. But does it warrant a sequel? <laughs> it's gonna make money, so for Disney, it does. They just, they're just gonna own the world. That's... Do they need any more? They don't need anymore, but they want, 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 because they want that money. Okay, I can't. I'm over it. Want, 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 what you want, want, want. Give me, give well, me, give me what you got. I think mm -hmm. I'm going to take the rest of my day, and maybe I'm going to go see us. Who knows? Ooh, oh my god, wait, yeah, what time is it there? It's only eight. Mm-hmm. Wow, you have so much time left in the, like, functioning, the average day of a normal houred functioning human yeah i guess i like, have to pack up all my stuff though and then go to um man this is off off air anyways sorry that's <laughs> our show that was our show thanks so much for listening everybody uh hope you enjoyed you know comment your thoughts and feelings towards the movies coming out in 2019 we'd love to hear it whether it's you know, commented on SoundCloud, iTunes, or tweet at us, you know? Let us know. Uh, speaking of which, you can follow the pod at QueeredPod on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow me personally at MarnoFoShow. And uh, Justin, let them know where they can find you. Uh, Instagram underscore Jumilo. And uh, on Twitter, double underscore Jumilo. Don't ask me why. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening again, everybody. Stay queer. Stay weird. Stay queered. Bye. Deuces.